this is Rhonda Hedges, the host of Humbly Human Podcast. I hope that this will bring you some joy and some laughter into your day. And hopefully the storm that you are facing give you a moment of lightheartedness to face what you have coming before you today or maybe something you've already faced. Enjoy. Well, good afternoon, Humbly Human listeners. And today I have a little very transparent story for you and not like the others haven't been transparent but this one certainly is one of transparency so I hope that you can sit back and listen to me talk about myself once again and some of the stumbles and bumbles I've had in life and hopefully this will help you or maybe you'll share it with someone else that um, maybe is struggling with a similar issue have you ever felt you lost your ability to have intelligence Well, just recently, I experienced something where I felt pretty inept or unqualified. Um, Someone else can make you feel this way, or maybe you can project this onto yourself. But this happens to me more often than not. I have never felt I was an intelligent person. In fact, I have always had to work hard in school to achieve when it seemed things came so easy for others. The reality is I have to work a little harder at academics, and I've had to do this my entire life. While watching other people who honestly could write a paper in 10 minutes before class and always get a better grade than me, that would infuriate me. I would have to work on the same assignment for weeks. I hope if you are listening, you have never had this experience, but I have struggled with learning since I was a young child. I remember at the early age of seven years old, I struggled to be an on-grade level reader. Yeah, you know what that means. I was that kid in the bluebird group, the red group, whatever the reading group was for the children that struggled a little more than others. You know, I was the child sweating if the teacher called on me to read which honestly made it worse because God forbid I was called on. Anxiety caused those words to become a foreign language on the page. We all know what happened next. The sight word reader in me would stumber and stammer and stumble along over the words while the snickers and giggles from my classmates forever marked me as a poor reader and ultimately dumb. If my mind was so riddled with anxiety about being called on class, I never heard what anyone else read, thus making my comprehension absolutely horrible. So my mother, who was determined to help me overcome my reading issues, worked daily to help me. I remember one morning as I woke, my feet hit the floor, and there, right in front of my face, was a taped the entire Dolch word list. And if you don't know what that is, that's the sight word list for children that you need to know. They were taped on index cards, the entire path to the kitchen. I had to stop and read each word before making it to the kitchen for breakfast. I remember my only thought was, well, now I'll never get to eat. And I thought, I am so stupid. This weight followed me into my teenage years and even into college. I will never forget the motivating people in my life that have no idea 
their negativity really fueled my desire to be the best person I could. However, even as a struggling reader and individuals whose confidence had been shattered, I turned the table on the negative energy that educators projected into my life. Now, I know someone listening is one of those people I have envied as a learner. It is a person that says, I always knew that was what was wrong with her. She's not as intelligent as me because I have never had learning issues or struggled to comprehend material. If that's you, then I say, well, you are blessed in the regard in that regard. But to be honest, this piece of me has created a much stronger and, well, it's deepened me as a person. I will to work hard and figure out things, which often means I have to work harder than the next person. But I also have the ability to look deeply into important information. See, I see this part of me now as a blessing rather than a curse. And in fact, has caused me to be strong-willed and very persistent. It took me years to gain the confidence, and it certainly did not happen overnight. I believe all along I was intelligent in my own way, but I allowed my learning difficulty to define me as a less than, unable to achieve, and not like anyone else. So in high school, I did not apply myself. I did not even try much, and I settled for the average grade, which with little effort, I'd get a C or maybe an occasional D. Why should I work harder if it's going to take me longer than anyone else to do the same thing? My senior year, I was placed in a college credit English class. I remember thinking, what the heck is this? This is definitely a mistake. I remember going straight to the guidance office and explaining there had been a mistake. They asked me to talk to the teacher, and if he wanted me in the class, then I would stay there. And I kept thinking, there's no way. This has got to be crazy. And I remember my academic self-confidence was in the garbage can. I remember asking the teacher after class, and I said, you know, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. I think this is a mistake. And I'll never forget his words. Why do you think you don't belong here? And I remember trying to formulate words and none would come out. I didn't really know how to answer that question. What did he want me to say? And I was too embarrassed to say that I'm dumb. I'm not as smart as the kids that are in this class because as I looked around, I knew I didn't belong. They knew I didn't belong. So in my pregnant pause, he said, no, you're in this class. Get ready to work hard. I will never forget in my head what I heard. Work hard. Well, heck, I can do that. I know how to work hard. I worked hard to learn to read. I can work hard. I'm a hard worker. That's not the problem. Deep down, it sparked something in me. I don't know what happened, but a small, small flicker ignited in my belly, and I'll never forget it. I was determined that I was going to pass that class, that I was as smart as the people sitting in that room, and that I could answer his question. Why did I think I didn't belong here? 
I don't know if he knew, but he started calling on me in class and saying things like, Rhonda, what do you think about this? Well, nobody had ever asked me what I thought about anything. In fact, I had eluded everyone. For the first time in my life, my opinion was valued, and this teacher made me feel like I belonged. I started reading on my own, working harder than I had ever worked, and suddenly felt a part of something blossoming inside of me. For the first time, it was this small belief that possibly I could go to college too. I will never forget we had a huge paper due at the end of the fall semester. I read the rubric several times and thought that maybe if I asked the teacher would allow me to do my paper in a short story creative format. I was so nervous. I remember staying after class for just a second and walking up to him and I asked him, explained that I had discovered in several of Shakespeare's sonnets that he wrote about a dark lady. I wanted to write a short story around the character and who I really thought she was in relation to the number of times she was mentioned in the large collection of his sonnets. I remember I was really nervous to ask him to do this, but never remember, but never remember how to ask my question. And I thought, oh, nervously, I'm going to bubble up the words and make them crazy and sound like a fool. And he'll, he'll never, never let me do this. But he listened. He listened rather intently to me explaining my reasoning. He said, sounds like it would meet the expectations of the rubric to me. He explained how I could include the citations in my work. And as I left, he stopped me and said, I'm proud of you for taking this project on. I was so confident. And for the first time, I felt like I belonged. Throughout the year, he continued to push me, and I was like a sponge soaking up everything and every way he taught us and applying myself. For the first time, I did not feel dumb or less than my classmates. On this newfound academic ability, I remember having a meeting with my assigned guidance counselor to prepare me for my post-secondary options. Yeah, you know. That's that meeting where they decide if you're going to college, if you're not going to college, what's your plan? And they write everything down and kind of map out the future. Well, this was the meeting where I knew I could find out options about college. What once I did not think was a possibility, I now knew I was able to do this because one teacher had invested in pushing me to do my best. I entered the meeting with the high hope that I could be a college student. I remember as I expressed my desire to go to college in the fall, the guidance counselor leaned back in his chair and he laughed. Then as I looked at him, he said, you would do best to get pregnant and have children and there was no way that you're getting into college. I remember something snapped in me and unlike a person I had always been, I stood up and picked up my backpack turning for the door, and I looked back over my shoulder and I said, you just watch me. I went home that very day and I called a private college in Louisville and made a visit for my mother and I. I didn't need that guidance counselor. I didn't need his help. I would do this all on my own. I went and on the tour, the lady explained that I would need to take a remedial math class, but that was really it and that I could start in the fall. I remember thinking, Oh, I can work hard. She said I would just need to work hard and 
pass that math class. And at the end of the first semester of college, I had a 4.0. I remember I was so excited. I mailed a copy of that report card to the guidance counselor with a letter to thank him. Thank him for motivating me. Thank him for his words in his office where he said I just need to get pregnant and have babies. Sounds crazy now, but I don't know why I did it. I sent him my report card and that note. Hard to tell him what he thought when he got it. Today, I'm grateful for my struggles. Many times I have shared with students that things are not always easy and that academically struggling does not mean you're less than another person. I'm able to relate with their learning difficulties like few educators can. I truly believe that this is an example of how God makes each of our journeys unique to fit the path for which he has for our lives. We often covet another person's journey or path, but understand God does nothing by mistake. There are countless verses throughout the Bible that remind us that our steps are ordered by God. From Psalms 37:23, the steps of man are established by the Lord when he delights in, in his way. To Joshua 1:3, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. Then in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope. The verses can go on and on, but as I've learned that no problem, stumble, or misstep is by mistake. God knows the path for which we walk, and he understands each of the expectations he provides as they prepare you to minister to another person. I tell you this story of my learning journey as I hope that if you are that person that is confident in everything and has always, everything's always come so easy for you, then certainly this may not be able to be related to by you. But for those of us that have struggled in an area of life where you felt less than, know that this is where the work begins and God will use the work later through your testimony. As a humble human, we must humble ourselves in our gifts and in our struggles, knowing we certainly do not know everything. I think that's helped me to be a person that's open to learning new things, but I also think it sometimes makes me very guarded when someone treats me as if I don't know something, when I maybe it may be the one area that I feel confident about. I sometimes react very passionately. I think that's where it all comes from. That journey that I've taken that God has put me on. So I tell you all this in hopes that you too can relate. Maybe you're a person that's struggled in another area that it, maybe it's not learning. But there's a reason for that struggle. And I share that with you today. I hope you have a wonderfully humbly human week. And we come back here and maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to share this with someone that maybe is struggling academically and let them know that everyone has an area of weakness and God can use that as a testimony. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed Humbly Human. Be sure to like and follow so that you'll get more episodes from us coming soon. We'll drop a new episode every week. Have a great day.